0: This hour brought to you by GCNLife.com. Live younger, look younger, feel younger at GCNLife.com.
1: Hi, it's Asa. I'm giving you a copy of my best-selling book for free to help you in your health journey today. I'll pay for the book. Live. This is the show where your health is your wealth. Driving is more important than just surviving and the only thing lost. For those unwanted pounds, this is Healthy Talk Radio. Talk radio that helps you get well, stay well, and live well. Lines are open, 888-283-7272. That's 888-283-7272. What are you struggling with? Let's talk about it right now. Remember, if the body can get sick, it can also get well. Lifestyle is your medicine. So the choices that you make today, they can and will determine the kind of health you're going to have our health really is i mean it comes down to your choices i mean it's not anything more than that and i always say strong mind strong body and it goes in that order so many people get hung up on what supplement you need to take and do i need to take a multivitamin or should i be taking a probiotic and it's not really about any of that i mean those things are important you got to have the basics of what's going to be the raw materials to give you good health but at the end of the day it comes, it comes down to your mindset, It comes down to your choices that you make every day. So no one can do that for you. Your doctor can't do it for you, your friends can't do it for you, your parents can't do it for you, your coworkers, no one can take responsibility for your health but you. Like you have to do that. And I mean, I, I literally I was talking to a person the other day and and I'm just it just I just want to pull my hair out and I have no hair, but I was wanting to pull it out. And it it, it was amazing because they kept saying, I'm overwhelmed, okay? Now, this person has diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, arthritis, depression, and they're on about nine different medications. I'm not even kidding. And I'm sitting there going, okay, like you're overwhelmed, By having to eat salmon and broccoli and drink, you know, half your body weight in ounces, which, you know, you're 290 pounds. Let's be a little generous. Let's just drink 120 ounces a day, day, which is a gallon, right? And they're saying that I'm overwhelmed by having to eat healthy and drink water and exercise. But yet you're taking literally nine medications or more. And I'm just blown away at the choices and the mindset when someone Says they want to get well, but they're not willing to put in the work. It's like it's like the everything that goes on with with people's money and their finances. They they want to make more money or they want to be in a better financial situation, but they're not willing to save. They spend everything that they make. So it comes in the same place with our health. I mean, our health is our greatest wealth, and your choices are everything. Like your attitude toward your body is everything. And you can you can go after whatever goals you want to go after in life. But the reality is that if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. You can lose all your money and go work and get it back. But if you lose your health, you lose the very vehicle and the very gift that you were given to be able to live a quality of life. So that's why I'm so passionate about it. Because... It all comes down to you and it's not like it just happens, okay? Don't don't buy into the genetic thing. Don't buy into this thing about genetics that they do have I mean there are genetic conditions, don't get me wrong. But don't don't buy into the fact that it's you know because your grandmother had diabetes you've got diabetes. That is a bunch of bunk. I mean that is the craziest concept because genetic predispositions are more like family predispositions meaning it goes like this, okay? It's not so much that grandma had diabetes, so you're just going to get diabetes. Like, it's on your your docket, you know, to get it. No, grandma had diabetes, and she taught her family how to eat a certain way. She taught mom or dad how to eat a certain way, which then, in turn, mom and dad taught you how to eat a certain way. Everybody's eating the same recipes, the same casseroles, the same family tradition meals, and they're doing everything together. That's why everybody gets diabetes, okay? That is the family history, right? Like, in medicine, we do our family history, the funny thing is, it's like that it you should ask those questions if you're a physician. How does everybody in your family eat? Does everyone exercise? Is it a family tradition to go ride bikes on the weekends or sit around, eat popcorn, pizza, and watch TV all day? Like what is the family tradition? You dig into that, you're gonna figure out the choices of the person. You figure out the choices of that person, you're gonna understand why they have high blood pressure, cholesterol, the whole nine yards. Like that's where it comes from. So it comes from our choices. Our choices are what matter more than anything else. And I'm just I'm on that right now because I see it every single day and I hear the whining and the complaining about why someone has a certain condition and how they can't get out. Like it's if you have a major like if you have a what we call a chronic health condition, obesity, blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes type 2, not type 1 because that is genetic component. And that is autoimmune, okay. So you get a little bit of a free ticket on that if you got that going on. That is something that that is is genetically enhanced, and that's something that you can't you can't cure it per se, but you can control it in a great way, okay. But just know for these chronic conditions, like blood pressure, is not hard to get rid of, okay. I mean, I'll just I'll just tell you a perfect example. My eighty. Plus, year old mother had been on multiple medications for a long time. She is she followed my principles, and finally, you know, she's mom, right? So, they listened to about half of what you say, which i might have the greatest mother in the world, the greatest. She finally listened, and she's off all of her medications, all of them. So, these conditions are not hard to beat. Many of the conditions that you face are from your own choices. Over years and years and years. And on this show we want to help you beat that. I want to help you become a better version of you, of yourself, to to be better today than you were yesterday. Cool thing about this whole deal is there's no finger pointing here. Like it's not like I'm pointing a finger and saying it's all your fault. It's all but it is kind of all your fault. But the cool thing is you don't have to stay there. It's not like it's all your fault. And you can't lose the weight. It's not like it's all your fault, and you'll, you know, be on insulin forever. It's not like it's all your fault, and you'll be on medications forever for high blood pressure. Like it, it, it is your choices, and it is you did put yourself in that position. But the cool thing is, is like I always say, if you can lifestyle your way into a health challenge, which is all this is, it's not a death sentence. It's a health challenge, meaning that challenges are meant to be faced, so you can get out. So the good news is if you can lifestyle your way in, you can lifestyle your way out. That's the power of this. So as much as the power lies in your hand to make the choices that led you down this path, that same power, that same ability lies in your hand to get yourself out. But you are the only person that can do that. Not some world-renowned doctor, you know. not some flying into some state with some doctor that's supposed to be the greatest not listening to me here not listening to Oz on TV okay and and thinking that we all have the answer we don't i mean we have good information yes but you have to do the work nobody's going to do the work for you you got to dig your heels in the sand you got to draw your line in the sand you got to say enough no more that's it i'm done you know today's a brand new day you got to you got to think well because of my wife or my husband or my Kids or my grandkids? Like I've had enough. I want to be here for them. I want to make good choices. I don't want my choices to take me out early, to die early. Like it all lies in your hands. You choose. Triple eight two eight three seven two seven two. This triple eight two eight three seven two seven two. You're listening to ASA RX right here. I'm ASA. Go to asarx.com. Now listen. This show's about you and for you. Coming up, we're going to grab your calls when we come back.
0: To be a part of the show, call AAA 283 7272. That's AAA 283 7272.
2: February is heart month, and every year Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two month supply
5: Yours free at MySolarBackup.com.
4: To find out more, connect with On-Call Radio online at
1: InShapeNetwork.com. Welcome back to the show, 888-283-7272. That's 888 Lines are open with questions about your health. Give us a call or go to the website. Go to AsaRx.com. That's AsaRx.com. Hey, if you're looking for a provider in your area that believes the same way that we do, we have pro- providers that can help you get to that next level. Just go to AsaRx.com. You can find any of our team of providers in your area that can help you grow and get to the next level with your health and with your life. And don't forget about the podcast. If you haven't checked out the ASA RX Experience podcast, go to any of your platforms. You can also go to the website go to asarx.com, but go to any of your platforms from iHeart, Pandora. You can go to, of course, Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Everything, just go there and type in ASA RX. Okay? All you got to do is that. You'll see us pop up, and you can grab us. We've got a podcast out every single day five days a week and it's a very of course an easy way especially if you're busy and you love catching the show and you want that little daily dose every single day then that's a great way to get that just get our podcast you can subscribe to it which we would love and then you'll get it every day as a little notification and also if you haven't signed up for our email newsletter do that and you'll get notifications of course our newsletter that goes out every day to give you that bit of information as well so great way to stay connected you know look we're building a community here of people that really want more they want more for themselves they want more for their family they want more for their health and remember that when you have great health you have a great life when you have i mean the two things that you want to protect as far as your health goes like it's not for me it's not about and i work out all the time right like i work out every day with weights i do cardio and I do, you know, all all kinds of things. I just, I'm a very active person, but the two things that I want to protect are my energy and my stamina. Those are two things that I want to protect and really energy and mobility. I think are probably the two, I have three energy, stamina, which kind of go together and mobility, but I really want to protect those. And for anyone at any age, that should be your goal. Let's just go with energy and mobility. I kind of like that. I just made that up as I'm going along. But I like those two. Those are the two things I really, really work on if I really break it down and condense it down. So those are the two things you should really work on energy and mobility. Because as you age and as we move down the line, you know, you end up sitting more, right? So we become more sedentary and you start to lose mobility. Okay. You know, you could do. Handstands when you were 15, try to do a handstand at 45, right? Why is that? Strength, mobility. You could run around, you know, till 2 a.m. when you're 25. Try that at 50. And why is that? So, see, there's a loss of energy and a loss of mobility. If you protect your energy and you do things to protect your mobility, you're going to have a high quality of life, okay? So, those are the two things to to really begin to focus on. Let's jump in the phones here and talk to Bob. Hi, Bob. Welcome to the show.
2: Yeah, I have a problem with heat flashes. 83 years old, I want to to see if that's normal.
1: Well, when you have heat flashes or hot flashes, as we call them, there's a couple things to think about. Now, with men, very different than women, it can be hormonal, but a lot of times it can be tied to blood sugar fluctuations. And as you know, the blood sugar fluctuations can deal with things like hypoglycemia, and diabetes, right? Which is not good. So if you haven't had any blood tests done, I'd go to your physician and get some lab work done, have them take a look, see what's going on, and just see if there's a potential that there might be some kind of condition like that. Okay, Now, as men age, there's some hormone fluctuations that happen too. The other thing is I would get checked for all nutritional deficiencies. If you don't have anybody that can do that, Get in touch with one of our providers and we can get that set up for you. But that's really a big, big key is figuring out exactly what you're looking for in the nutritional deficiencies. Because men, we, ha- we have fluctuations, but you know, like estrogen levels, which is a female hormone, that tends to rise in a male, and our testosterone, which is our primary hormone, tends to decrease. As we age, if we don't do certain things to protect that. Now, the other fall that can happen that causes prostate issues that no one talks about is progesterone. And progesterone is a big one in a male. And if progesterone levels have dropped too low, it can mimic these heat flashes you're talking about or hot flashes. So, getting tested to figure out what your deficiencies are and then also seeing what your hormone levels are, those are all going to be extremely important. And that's what I would look into first and foremost. In this whole game, because if not, you're going to be stuck into a place where, I mean, that's only going to increase. Remember, when you get these type of symptoms, it's like a warning system for the body, okay? So that's what's really going on. So get that checked out. Let me know. Keep us posted, okay? triple eight two eight three seven two seven two. That's triple eight two eight three seven two seven two. 283 7272 Lines are open with questions about your health. Give us a call or... Go to the website, go to AsaRx.com. That's AsaRx.com. We're here for you each and every day, no matter what you're struggling with. Remember, if the body can get sick, it can also get well. That's the cool thing about this whole thing with the body. Marty in Shreveport, Louisiana, says right around the middle of every day. He's sending an email, by the way. You can email me. By the way, go to the website, AsaRx.com. You can send me an email anytime. If you want me to make it part of the show, I will. Or if you want me to answer in private, I'll do that as well. Marty in Shreveport says, right around the middle of the day, I get—I seem to get a headache. Sometimes it's pretty painful, and it seems to be around the backside of my head. Not sure what could be causing this. All right, well, it's interesting because I don't know what you're doing in the middle of the day, but most of the time, we're right in the middle of a work day, right? So many of us are working, you know, whether you're in front of a computer or you're standing and teaching in a school or whatever you do. You're up busy doing something. Well, the more you concentrate and the more you're using your brain, the more you're using a brain chemical called acetylcholine. It's the number one brain chemical that we have in the brain, and that's utilized for focus and concentration and memory. But yet, it's also depleted very easily with stress. So if you have a lot of emotional stress going on, or it could just be stress related to the job or pressures in life, it just hammers your acetylcholine levels. I mean, drops them. When that drops, you can get headaches at the back of your head. No one really talks about that, but it's one of the main reasons that you get that. One of the best ways is to increase dietary choline that can help raise and build those levels. This is why I'm such a big fan of eggs. The egg yolk is loaded, one of the number one areas to get uh, to get actual choline from. That's why I eat about six eggs every single day. But also you can get it from lecithin or phosphatidylcholine in a supplement form.
0: To be a part of the show, call 888-283-7272. That's 888-283-7272. We'll be back in a moment.
4: USA News Update. Donald Trump disclosed a roster of possible vice presidential candidates during a Fox News town hall in South Carolina on Tuesday. He acknowledged considering South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, and South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem for the vice presidency. Also, entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, Florida Representative Byron Donalds, and former Hawaii Representative Tulsi Gabbard. Boeing has announced a leadership change for its 737 MAX program. On Wednesday, the company revealed that Ed Clark is departing from Boeing after almost 20 years. The move comes in the wake of increased scrutiny of the 737-9 MAX jets following an incident last month where a door plug fell off an Alaska Airlines flight. Keep an eye out for kayakers in the desert. In Death Valley, rangers are permitting kayaking on Lake Manly. It's a body of water revived after 10,000 years due to two years of heavy rainfall. John Schaefer, USA News.
0: Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com.
4: To find out more, visit the show online, InShapeNetwork.com.
1: Welcome back to the show, 888-283-7272. Check us out. Go to AsaRx.com. I'm Asa, here with you each and every day, helping you get to the next level in your life to reach your potential and really become the best version of you. Now, talk about fitness levels. This is the one area I think that everybody struggles with the most. I can get someone to eat salmon and broccoli, but it's like getting them to exercise is like... Gosh, it's just like pulling teeth sometimes. But measuring your, your fitness level, you need to start thinking about a couple of things, okay? Fitness level is really not like a one-size-fits-all. I mean, there's a lot of differences in lifestyle and muscle tissue, genetic makeup, and really overall health that helps determine your fitness level. It's an individual measurement, though, that you can look at. And there's five components of fitness, all right? It's multidimensional. It's multidimensional. Like, long-distance runners have excellent cardiovascular health, but if you're all his legs and lungs, you won't have a lot of strength and flexibility. And by the same measure, someone who's overweight and aerobically fit is healthier than someone who's normal weight and you know doesn't exercise. So overall fitness, it, it's looks at, it looks at five different elements, okay? So number one is aerobic or cardiovascular endurance, okay? That's aerobic exercise when you go out and you walk. Or you do some kind of what we call cardio, that's pretty much strengthening the heart and the blood flow. Next is muscular strength, number two. Muscular strength's important from any type of resistance type exercise. And and that's crucial. I mean, for your, as as time goes on, your mobility is going to depend on how much muscular strength that you have. Then there's muscular endurance. And that's your ability, like playing athletics and being able to do a, re- a repetitive activity over and over again without you know, getting tired too quickly. So that's your muscular endurance. It's strength over time. And then there's flexibility, which we tend to lose as we age. And it's important. That's why things like yoga is so important. It's a great form of exercise that keeps your flexibility strong. While strengthening at the same time. And then body composition is a marker of fitness. If you have body composition that is off, meaning that if your body composition is is at a certain percentage of body fat or, or whatever, then that creates an issue. Creates an issue for really everything. So I there are people that when i say that there are people that are over 20% in body fat yet they have good fitness meaning they can run or they can you know they're strong in the gym whatever it might be but their body composition's off so having a lower percent of body fat for your height and your weight is important too for overall fitness and general health so you have to look at these different areas and develop some kind of action plan don't just go to lose weight and don't just go to you know, be able to run a marathon and you really want to look at these different areas and and get everything as balanced as you can. So fitness is about hitting these different areas, but it's about being balanced as well. And that's something that you want to focus in on. So I would work on those areas. Okay. Just kind of mark these down. So number one, aerobic or cardiovascular. Just remember cardiovascular endurance. Muscular strength. Okay, what kind of fitness or kind of resistance training are you doing? Bands or are you doing bars or whatever you're doing? Do something to increase your muscular strength. Muscular endurance. Actually playing athletics of some kind. Maybe it's racquetball or tennis or swimming or something like that. But having that muscular endurance. Flexibility. Work on your flexibility on a regular basis. Don't let yourself get stiff. That's how injuries happen, tell people get hurt. And then your body composition, what kind of diet are you on that keeps your body composition at a good operating level is something that you want to look at. Okay? All of that is very very important. And keeping those numbers where it's a in a good place is going to be important for you and your overall level of fitness. Every bit of that is extremely important. Triple eight two eight three seven two seven two. That's triple eight two eight three seven two seven two. 7272 lines are open with questions about your health you and give us a call. Go to the website, go to AsaRX dot com. Let's get on the phones and talk to Denise. Hi Denise.
2: Now I have uh reflux esophagitis and I also have irritable bowel syndrome uh, syndrome and I was wondering if um that honey would help me because the doctor put me on vitamin D and vitamin C. And I wondered if it would help me and I could still take my vitamins.
1: That's a great question. So when it comes to irritable bowel syndrome, things like acid reflux, there's really a bigger issue at play. Number one is you have to look at your overall gut flora. And really, it comes down to that. So, two things: your your gut flora, which is like the amount of bacteria and the balance of the bacteria. We call it the microbiome. But it's it's making sure that that's balanced by eating the right kind of foods. Of course, fermented foods, fermented vegetables, kimchi, uh, yogurt. It is a fermented dairy product. Kefir. Those are all really really good to build up the the right kind of bacteria. And I like using supplementation for probiotics. I think they're I think they're very necessary. I don't think you can get all the strands that you need out of foods. Kombucha tea is one of my favorites, too. But along with that is also your hydrochloric acid production. And this is one area that we just don't talk about enough. And I think there's a lot of misinformation about it. You've heard about how apple cider vinegar, right? It's been around as a remedy forever. Like it's like a kind of a grandma remedy. And it's said, oh, yeah, drink it every day. It's great for your health. And. And all that, and it is—it's really, really good for your health. Okay, apple cider vinegar makes—it's great, and you want to do it in an organic version as much as you can. I like Bragg's apple cider vinegar. I've I've spent a lot of time with Patricia Bragg, and her her father, Paul Bragg, is the one that, of course, started the company. And they've got a beautiful farm in California. It's just gorgeous. And that's why they make everything. They, they grow their own apples, and the, they have this big orchard, and it's just it's just gorgeous, beautiful. But she's an amazing lady, and, and her family's amazing for what they've done. But they really pioneered that. And in, in the apple cider vinegar, what it does in the body is it makes sure that your hydrochloric acid production in your stomach is high. And as we age, see, we lose that. As we age, we lose our hydrochloric acid production. And that becomes a challenge for a lot of people so as you lose that hydrochloric acid production then you you lose the ability to break down and process foods very well so that's that's one of the main things that you have to look at and i would first and foremost get to a place where i mean if you've got irritable bowel there's an emotional component. Okay, so there's stress somewhere, unforgiveness somewhere. There's, st- there's something going on emotionally, number one. Number two is because it, it affects serotonin. Serotonin is a brain chemical, but it drives the gut. Okay, if you mess up serotonin, you're gonna have a messed up digestive system at some level. And the other thing is, is eating the right kind of foods to get the bacteria in the gut right, but then you gotta have enough hydrochloric acid. That's where a lot of the indigestion comes in, and that's where a lot of these issues come in with, with people. So I would look into the apple cider vinegar. I would look into really clearing out the microbiome using a, a diet or a eating strategy that would do that. If you need help with that, our, our coaches and our, our providers can help you, kind of guide you through that process. We've got a whole system for that. That's amazing. You can just give us a call uh, at the office at tri- 888-283-7272, and, and someone can help you. With that, but that for, I mean, honey, vitamins, those things are great, but it's not the root cause. And I mean, for me, I like getting down to the root issue of what's really going on. If you get down to the root of it, then that's how you win the game. Okay. And that's the, that's the direction that you'd want to go. Otherwise you're going to be spinning your wheels. It's not about, well, I have this. Do I just take this? Don't, don't think that way. It's like my body's doing this with this acid reflux thing and irritable bowel, the question needs to be answered. Why? Why is your body doing that? Why ten years ago was everything working great and now it's not? So that's extremely important. All right. Keep me posted on that and how it's go on how it's going. And and as you work through that, if you need help, let us know. Triple eight two eight three seven two seven two. That's triple eight two eight three seven two seven two. Give us a call or go to the website, go to Acerx We've got Samantha in Portland and she says I've noticed my ankles swell at night what could make this happen Well it's it's one of those things that it, there's a lot of could be's with that okay First of all when your ankles swell there's typically an issue with the heart or the kidneys I mean that's I mean in in generic sense that's what what those signs and symptoms usually mean but it, you know, it could be your lymph system is not working as well as it needs to. It could mean that, the, of course, the cardiovascular system is not working as well as it needs to. The, the challenge is to see if it's pitting or not. We call pitting edema. The swelling is called edema. Okay? But if it's pitting, and what that means is you take your finger and you push into the swelling and then move your finger. If it just pops right back out and you can't see your indention of your finger, then that's just normal swelling. If you can push your finger into it and see an indention and that indention stays for a minute and then has to slowly come back out, that's what we call pitting edema. So find out if it's that or not. But if it's pitting, then I would go talk to your doctor immediately because it could be something leading more toward the heart or the kidneys and let them run some tests and blood work and all that kind of fun stuff. And then you'll be able to at least track down what it's actually doing. Now the root cause of that's a whole different deal. But I would get that checked out first and then let us know. Send me an email or call me back here on the show. Either one. 888 You're listening to AsaRx. We'll be right back.
3: be part of the show,
4: call one 888 283 That's
5: 1-888-283-7272. we will be right back. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear.
1: What kind of help does the irs have for identity theft victims
5: if you suspect you're a victim
3: of tax related identity theft go to irs.gov identitytheft identity theft to learn how to prevent potential refund fraud and protect your tax account at the irs combating tax related identity theft is a top priority and we are committed to prevention detection and assisting victims and we're working with law enforcement to catch the criminals for more info go to irs.gov slash identity theft to learn what the irs is doing to help protect you
4: On call radio and watch on call TV at InShapeNetwork.com.
1: Welcome back to the show, AAA 283 I'm Asa. You're listening to the Asa RX experience. Go to AsaRX.com. Let's kick off with Scott. Hi, Scott. Welcome.
4: Hi, my question is about uh, muscle definition. Uh, I'm wondering, I work out with free weights four to five times a week, and I'm just wondering why some men's bodies really show the muscle definition and other men don't. Mine's kind of the one that doesn't really show a lot of muscle definition, even though I work out pretty hard with free weights. Just wondering if it might be a supplement or some kind of superfood that I could eat to make a difference here. Thank you.
1: Yeah, you're, it's one of those things where your muscle definition is going to come down to your eating habits in your diet like it's it's not like one person I mean genetically somebody could have more muscle or or be predisposed to having more muscle or can build muscle easier. That's why you have more of it, some people have more of an athlete build some people are built better for football and and there's people that are six foot eight and they're built better for basketball and they're lean and lanky, but they still have muscle. So everybody shows it in different ways. but if you want I mean rule of thumb is this if you want your muscles to show and you want muscle tone to show, then it's going to come down really more than anything to your, your eating habits. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. So you, the more body fat that you strip off, the more of your muscles will show. That's just the bottom line. And there's proven ways of doing that. And there's, there's a whole system of eating that will do that. And you've got to do things to help support your hormones from a natural perspective. Certain foods and way of eating will do that. Certain foods will maintain lean muscle tissue, burn away the body fat, and there's certain ratios of how to do that. It's not a pill. There is no pill that does that. Don't ever let anybody sell you that down the road. That like it takes to, to get abs, it takes hard work. If you want to have your biceps showing, it takes hard work. And it takes consistency. And it takes effort. So there's only one way, but there is a strategy for sure on how to do that. I mean, your protein levels have got to be in a certain place. You've got to get a certain amount of fat, but the right kind of fats, your carbohydrates, you've got to get the right amount of carbohydrates a certain amount of grams for your body type. But listen, if you need help with that, our providers can help lay out a plan for you that way that can teach you exactly how to get the muscle definition that you're looking for. I mean, that is, it's not hard, but you've got to be strategic. And if you have a good plan, then you can make that happen. But it definitely comes down to your eating more than anything else. And, yeah, some guys some guys have certain genetics that allow their muscles to show better, but every guy can get a certain level of tone into their their body that can show muscles and muscle tone. Like it's definitely possible. So it's not like you got just a bad deck of cards that were dealt to you. I mean, you really can get everything to balance out, okay? But if you need help, just let us know. Triple eight two eight three seven two seven two. That's triple eight two eight three. 7272. Lines are open. Give us a call or go to asarx.com. Now, something I want to jump into is, which is a hot topic, is a vitamin D deficiency. So here's some signs that you might have that. And reality is this. Your skin doesn't make as much vitamin D and you don't get it from the sun as you get older. And the kidneys start to grow a little less productive when it comes to converting that D in the form that the body can use. So we know that over the age of 50, it's when that happens. That's why you, over the age of 50, you get in the sun all the time, you get low vitamin D, you're thinking, what's the deal, right? But here's some signs that you could have a vitamin D deficiency. All right, number one, your bones ache. So if you ever said your bones ache? Oh, it's the cold weather, my bones ache. No, that's a vitamin D deficiency. You have the blues, you get a little sad, all right? So the seasonal affective disorder that people talk about, that's a real diagnosis, but the reality is nine times out of ten, it's a severe vitamin D deficiency. Matter of fact, they did a study, and when they increased people that were sad like that, and they increased their vitamin D levels to a certain point, then the positive feelings returned into those people. So you're overweight or obese, there's no change in vitamin D production in people carrying excess weight, but the higher concentration of fat affects the levels of vitamin D in the blood. So if you gained a lot of weight and you're carrying a lot of weight, it's going to be harder for you to get the absorption for the vitamin D. If you have darker skin, studies have shown distinct demographic differences in the rates of vitamin D insufficiency and deficiency. So your skin pigment is a natural sunscreen. And the sunscreen with 30 SPF reduces the skin's ability to make vitamin D by a whopping 97%. So someone with very dark skin needs up to 10 times the amount of sun exposure just to get the vitamin D. But again, if you're over 50... It doesn't matter because the body's not working that way anymore. So if you're a big-time head sweater, you sweat a lot from your head. It's one of the first classic signs of a vitamin D deficiency. If you're a head sweater, okay. So if you're just pouring sweat from your forehead for anything, that's what that is. You have gut trouble. So people with Crohn's, celiac, inflammatory bowel disease, and such have a greater risk for. A vitamin D deficiency. That's according to the NIH, the National Institutes of Health. So, how do you get vitamin D safely? The best way for me, I think, is supplementation. You can get in the sun, but for the most part, the the sun is is just really you're not getting enough of what you need. Do you want to expose? If you do want to do the sun though, just expose your arms, legs, abdomen, and back for about 15 minutes and that can start the vitamin D production but your supplementation is the easiest way to go just make sure if you're supplementing you've got a blend of vitamin D3 with a vitamin K2 the K2 is super helpful for absorption it also reduces potential calcium buildup in the body especially in the arteries and the vessels so that's that's I mean vitamin D supplementation usually I mean depends on your body weight on how many international units that you need but that's a, a great way to get it okay one of my favorites I mean you can get it from foods but it's, it's very limited in the dosage amount that you would need to really keep those levels up. And remember, the range on the blood test goes from like 30 to 100. Keep that range between about 60 to 80. I like to keep mine on the higher end of the range, but that's usually what's recommended for most practitioners that are on more of the natural side. And most physicians... In the traditional setting, would say that as well. But it's another hour in the charts. I want to thank our producer, Lyle Valentine, Derek Allen, John Garrison, and the rest of the team. Go tell one person something you learned on the show. And together, we can transform the health of our friends, our families, and our communities. Remember, you were made for more, built for more, and designed for more. So we on this show want to help you reach your potential and become the best version of you. You're listening to ASA Rx.